This is the last episode before Christmas, and I just wanted to talk a bit about giving the gift of your voice. Welcome to Freya's Singing Tips, the podcast. This show is all about helping you become the best singer you can possibly be. Get practical tips, discover the awesomeness of your voice, and learn how to achieve your goals as a singer. So shut the door, grab your chai latte, and make yourself comfortable in your favorite space. You're about to embark on a journey of discovering the greatness of your voice. And here's your host, Raya Casey. So what are you doing for Christmas? I will be spending Christmas with my family, of course, which consists basically of my mom, my brother, my daughter. That's usually just us because my dad passed away many years ago. And um, as some of you may know, I am a single mom. So this is just us. And I just want to tell you the story about what we did over Christmas in the past when I was growing up and still living at home with my parents. We pretty much all of us were musicians in some way, shape or form. So what my dad did, he sang. He was actually a really good singer. He was on the radio a lot, on the radio station, on television. And my mom and dad together, they had a lot of gigs together. And they would do like folk music and German, uh, like Volksmusik and German Schlager, which I cannot explain what that is in English because that's just Schlager. That is just a German genre here. And they were actually quite successful locally or regionally. And um, so I was always exposed to, you know, being around a stage and my parents being on stage. And then I was on stage sometimes and I was in the studio with my dad sometimes. Um, but what we did around Christmas time before we were allowed to open any gifts, we would have to do some music. We would have to actually make music. And the way this looked was that my mom played the classical guitar and she also played the piano and also the accordion. I, at one point, I played the piano And I also played the flute. And I mean, of course, everybody can sing, right? And my dad sang, my mom sang, I sang. So we always did just not singing Christmas songs around the Christmas tree, but also just, you know, even playing some classical music sometimes. And I have to tell you this, when I lived with my parents at home and the radio was on, never, ever, ever Did they have a radio station on that was not classical music? So it was always just classical music. So I was exposed to a lot of it. And while I think I didn't like all of it when I was a child, I think I just liked some of it. I mean, like, you know, it's like really deep jazz. It's different than just very light jazz and a very complex classical music. Maybe even some 20th century Albenberg or something. <laughs> Uh, that would be a little weird. And so I didn't like all of it. I think I liked Mozart, Strauss, the waltz um, stuff. And, and so Offenbach, I was a big fan of. So, but anyway, we always had the tradition of making music. So when we were at home and also when we went to my grandma's, which that was the big gathering. We always had the big gathering there, all the uncles and aunts. We were all there. And uh, before getting the gifts, we had to sing a bunch of Christmas songs and everybody had to join in. It was never about, well, you have to sing so nicely or you have to be a great singer. It was never about that. It was just about the fact that we needed to sing together. And I just want to 
encourage you, if you do have children, then don't you ever criticize your children for for their singing. You just don't even know what that can do. I have known a lot of adults, and I see this in my students a lot of times, that if you tell your children early on that there's something wrong with the way they sing, they will become so self-conscious and it will be, it will become, sometimes it will become this huge problem in life to where they can't, they will not ever sing again and they don't want to, although they would like to, but they're so terribly embarrassed. And it's not just affecting their singing, but also their personality. Because when you say someone, well, you can't sing or your voice is bad, something's wrong with the way you sing. It's almost like saying something is wrong with you. So really be careful about that. So what singing is not, singing together is not about great singing. It's just about singing. And that's what I want to encourage you to do this holiday season is to just appreciate music for what it is, that it goes deeper, it it goes and touches the emotions, it connects people, potentially it can connect you. It should not disconnect you by saying, well, it has to be perfect, and so if it's not, I'm not going to sing. See, a lot of times we have so many mind issues going on around singing. It's not about being perfect whenever you sing with friends and family. It's about just doing it together. Even when you sing for someone, I think, you know, if, if you are a passionate singer I think that is one of the greatest gifts you can give to someone. What if you just tell someone, okay, in addition to all the gifts that are here, I'm going to give you a very special gift that comes personally from me, deep from within my heart that nobody can give you. And that is my gift of singing a song for you and make it very special. There's just something about having a song sung just for you that is so special. So I encourage you, give someone the gift of your voice this Christmas. Um, you can just sing to them. You know, maybe you have a karaoke track, but maybe you can even just do a, a cappella um, and have them listen in. I know maybe you're nervous, but that is the greatest gift, I promise you. I'm so certain that that will touch someone so deeply because it is so personal and it really shows them how much you care because for you to stand in front of someone and actually expose yourself, become vulnerable and sing a song and potentially make mistakes, um, it shows that you really care. And it's not about someone wanting you to be perfect. It's just about your gift of giving yourself all of your imperfections included. And so I really love when someone sings. What you also may do if you do have the equipment, I mean, nowadays a lot of people just have home recording equipment. You may just want to record something. That would be, that would make the most special gift, really. Giving them a recording. Maybe you can just download a karaoke version or maybe you can play the instrument. If you play guitar or piano, you can record one track. It doesn't have to be wonderful quality. You can record one track and play your instrument and then you can record the next track and sing. Or you can just make a one-track recording and just do a live unplugged session. Um, it doesn't even have to be great quality. You can even maybe just use your mobile device and the sound recorder and record it into there. 
there's so many ways to give the gift of music and especially the gift of your voice that I just think it is the most special thing anybody could give me. Um, don't worry about being perfect. And the great thing is that in the process, you grow as a singer because I think there's nothing more nerve-wracking than just to sing to one person or just to, to a few. A big crowd to me has always been easier. A big crowd is always like, I don't know, it seems like you can't see the individual anymore. It neutralizes But when you just have one or two people really watching and hanging on every word you sing and watching your every gesture, that makes me a lot more nervous. But that is wonderful practice because, I mean, what is the worst thing that can happen is that maybe you don't quite hit some pitches correctly. Maybe you sh shiver a little bit, but it's it's just about teaching you that nothing bad is going to happen, that people are going to be so thankful. And I think that is something that as singers, we really have to get used to believing is that, yes, someone actually wants to hear my voice. Imposter syndrome is so hard to get rid of as a singer just because it seems like You're full of yourself when you think, oh, I'm a great singer and people want to hear me, but that's not what it is. People are not going to think that you're full of yourself and just thinking you're so awesome just because you want to sing in front of people, unless you really carry yourself that way, which I, I'm sure you're not. Um, but actually being, you know, accepting the fact that people want to hear your voice, that your voice is a gift. It's almost like God gave you the voice. Do you want to withhold it from the world? It's almost every every talent that we have been given. I believe that we really, you have to use your talents. And even if it's not your greatest talent, but maybe it is a passion. I also think that we have a passion for a reason. Um, there's definitely a you know a reason behind why we are passionate about something. Maybe it's to help us grow. Maybe it's to bless someone else. Maybe it's to help someone else. Maybe it's just to demonstrate to someone else that if you just stay consistent and pull through, although you may not have the greatest talent in the world, you can still become wonderful at something and bless someone with it. So whatever gift you have been given, don't waste it. Don't make it smaller than it is. Respect it and also respect the fact that you have to just give it freely. Don't withhold it. So really sing with your loved ones, sing for your loved ones. And maybe there's a relationship um, you have with someone that maybe that's strained. I bet you if you sang a song or made a recording for that person uh, to where the words really, really reflect what you're feeling, that the relationship may totally improve because that is a gesture that goes really deep. So, of course, if you are a songwriter, that is the ultimate gift. If you can make your own song and actually put the words in there that you want to say to someone and then give that song to someone, that is the ultimate gift. I encourage you, don't withhold your gift of your voice. It is a gift You are passionate for some reason. Sing. And what I would especially love for you to do is to go to my Facebook group, 
go to Master Your Voice on Facebook, just look for it and post your Christmas song there. I would love to hear, you know, what you've recorded or what you've done. Maybe you, you know, maybe you just did it on Smule or for YouTube. I really love to listen in, especially, you know, when it's for a season. Post your songs there. I'm granting you permission because I don't let anybody just post anything. But in this case, I am granting you permission to post your Christmas gifts songs in the Facebook group. Um, I would love to see you there. Okay, that's actually all I wanted to talk about today just because I I just really like to encourage you to use your voice and not to be embarrassed and not to feel that you're a fraud and not to feel imposter syndrome. Just really appreciate what you've been given and yes, you're working on it. Nobody is perfect. I'm not perfect yet. So I'm always, it's a learning process. It's a journey that will never end. My voice always still evolves as I get older, changes all the time, and I learn new things that I can do with my voice every single day. All right. You have a wonderful Christmas with all of your loved ones. And remember, it's not about the things. It's about the feeling. What people will remember is not the things, not the gifts that they got as far as things, but they will remember the way they felt. So make someone feel special and make someone feel loved. Singing is love, I think. You have a wonderful Christmas and I will talk to you again after the Christmas holidays. Have a wonderful day. Bye.
And I know he watches me. I know.